0: On coffee, cows, and crops. I'm your host, Shelby Dillman, and I've got some questions for you. When you hear the term environmental farm plan, what goes through your mind? Does it feel like a daunting task? Does it make you feel a little uneasy, worried there may be repercussions? Don't worry, it's a much more positive experience than you may think. Being new to the organization, I'll be enrolled in the EFP training program. That's the Environmental Farm Plan training program. So I can help producers navigate these opportunities and grant funding. There are still some folks here local to the area to assist you with this in the piece if you need it done right away. But in the meantime, we'll be learning this together with some help, of course. The Alberta Environmental Farm Plan, we're going to refer to it as EFP, EFP. It's a great tool for producers to utilize not only to identify what they're doing well on their farm and what could use some tweaking but also opens a doorway when applying for grants. Some grant applications require an up-to-date EFP when applying for funding such as the popular RALP program and SCAP when you're applying for the efficient grain handling or the farm technology program. So I'll glance over those Briefly uh, in a bit here just to kind of give you an idea what they have to offer While working to grow environmental stewardship in the egg industry producers will also reap the long-term benefits of efficiency and increased profit while learning and making changes to build a better healthier farm by protecting the soil water and air quality We all know that these are key factors in sustainable crop and livestock production To get started, it's super easy. To apply, just visit www.albertaefp.com and either renew an existing application or you can start a new account. This is a whole farm assessment tool that is completely voluntary. So if you feel like you're up for a challenge or want to make a change, all the power to you. Go ahead and log on and get started on that. Don't feel obligated or pressured. You'll be assigned a trained EFP technician to assist you in navigating the entire process, brainstorm strategies, and to make improvements. This self-assessment tool helps producers seek out environmental risks unique to their own farm and develop plans to help mitigate these risks. Fill out your online workbook on your own time and make sure that you keep it updated along the way. Once approved, you will receive a letter of completion and signage. This looks great to the public, government and consumers. As I mentioned before, some of these grant funding opportunities do require a current and up-to-date EFP as well as Beneficial Management Practices or BMPs. Some may require the assistance and overseeing of a professional agrologist or a certified crop advisor. The programs I'm going to touch on are geared towards active primary producers with a minimum of $25,000 gross farm income in Alberta. Note that landlords are not eligible if their only interest is making the income off their land and not raising the crops or the livestock and things. So it's super easy to apply. You just have to visit www.alberta efp.com and either renew an existing application if you've already got one started and already have your login information or to start a new account. This is a whole farm assessment tool so the whole entire overview of your operation and it's completely voluntary so don't feel obligated, um, no pressure but if you're up for a challenge and want to make a difference this would be a great tool to utilize and there are funding opportunities to also sweeten the deal a little bit. (laughs) You'll be assigned a trained EFP technician to assist you in navigating the entire process, help you brainstorm strategies and make improvements. This self-assessment tool helps producers seek out their environmental risks unique to their farm and develop plans to mitigate these risks. Fill out your online workbook on your own time and make sure that you update it along the way. Once approved, you'll receive a letter of completion and signage. This looks great to the public, government, and consumers. As I mentioned before, some of these grant funding opportunities do require a current and up-to-date EFP, as well as Beneficial Management Practices, or BMP. Some may require the assistance and overseeing of a professional agrologist or a certified crop advisor, so some of the funding may be paid out upfront, cost-shared, reimbursed, or handed over in installments depending on the program. So I'm not gonna go into too much detail about what the different in- uh, brackets are um, of what you'd be awarded and such, cause it really varies between each individual program. And some of them have their own streams. So there might be a couple different avenues you can take within certain programs and they all kind of vary a little bit. So this is just going to be an overview to kind of get you thinking and maybe pique some interest. So here's my condensed overview of some grant opportunities that work hand in hand with the EFPs. So off-calf, on-farm, climate Action Fund, is what that stands for, is a program by ARDAR, or Results Driven Agriculture Research. So, this is a funding opportunity to offer eligible producers specialized training in the areas of nitrogen management, cover cropping, and rotational grazing, intended on reducing greenhouse gas emissions that are not already a current routine in the operation. While increasing, all areas of production and taking precautionary measures while expanding new practices through this particular initiative so that kind of gets me excited personally I love rotational grazing and I'm so happy it's gaining so much popularity <laughs> so this would be a really good one to get your hands on because there's a lot of good stuff in there so the resilient agriculture landscape program aka RALP has a few intake cycles over the course of this vast program. So I am gonna throw out a couple numbers here. So for active primary producers, your maximum funding could be about 150,000, or if you're a larger organization, such as a grazing reserve, community pasture, or an approved indigenous applicant, your funding bracket would be up to 300,000. There is also a minimum funding of $2,000, which is also available, but anything under this amount, those applications will not be processed, so take the time, take the energy to make it it a big one, (laughs) and you're doing all this paperwork, you might as well make it worth your while, so that's kind of a nice... Um, There's a couple different brackets, so that's kind of nice for different size producers to get some hands on some funding. So that's a really cool one. I really like that. Applications are evaluated on project size, carbon sequestration improvement, number of livestock impacted, water quality, and biodiversity enhancement. So another <laughs> another program that kind of piques my interest with my background in environmental reclamation. So that was also another initiative that I enjoyed looking up information on. SCAP, or Sustainable Canadian Agriculture Partnership Programs, offers a few streams of projects, including uh, efficient grain handling and farm technology. The efficient grain handling funding is for improving energy efficiency above standard configuration. So components may be factory options on new equipment or retrofitting existing equipment. So that was kind of cool. They kind of work with what you got. And so that's nice. And this stream helps primary producers reduce overall energy use on their farms. It also supports purchase of grain handling equipment that significantly improves energy efficiency over standard practices. So to get in on that new technology, that's a lot of fun. Saves you time and money in the long run. Sounds good to me. (laughs) The farm technology initiative has two streams within itself. So stream A is based on eligibility, while stream B is based on eligibility and merit scoring. So there's a little bit more to this one. The farm technology opportunity is to help primary producers anticipate and mitigate risks, reduce environmental impact and protect their farms. So this is kind of neat. I, I vaguely remember <laughs> um, they had a really good spreadsheet or like a, a list, a table of what types of technology would be eligible and what types would not be eligible, so ineligible. So that means you might be able to buy security cameras for your farm to kind of keep things on the, on the up and up, making sure no one's coming in and stealing <laughs> your stuff. But that also doesn't mean that you could buy your kids iPads. <laughs> for their birthday that's not quite it but you get the idea (laughs) i hope these highlights spark some interest and got you thinking about what improvements you can make on your own farm there's a lot of great funding opportunities out there and we can see how creative we can get so that's a lot of fun as well keep in mind that with land ownership essentially comes ownership of these environmental drawbacks as well so with owning the land you also own these environmental drawbacks so what strategies will you implement to make your operation a better place that was my little blurb about efps and some really cool grants that work hand in hand with that program so i'm excited to learn more about that and to help you all with your efp projects and it's kind of fun to be able to use my reclamation side of things as well and my hands-on application of my ranching experience so i really look forward to meeting y'all and kind of brainstorming and seeing what we could come up with so thanks for tuning in today and i'm always looking for new folks to talk with and collaborate with. So if you'd like to be on our podcast, please get a hold of me and I'd love to have you. And I think it's a lot of fun. People are, I know EFPs, so that sounds scary, but podcasts sound just as scary, if not more scary, but it's not. It's a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, and it's a really great experience. So I really encourage y'all to put yourself out there and get on the podcast with us. It's a lot of fun and it's great for networking as well. You never know what kind of doors it'll open up for you. So this is Shelby Dillman and I'm signing off today. Thanks again for joining us on Coffee, Cows and Croc.